It's 6 p.m. and you're stuck in that grueling bumper-to-bumper traffic on your way home from work. It's always busy on this bridge, but the construction is made for an unbearable commute. It's the beginning of August, so you've got your windows down and you're blasting the AC with the radio turned all the way up so you can at least try to enjoy the start of your evening. But soon, that music gives way to the sickening sound of steel buckling and concrete breaking. Right before your eyes, you can see the cars in front of you simply disappear. Before you realize it, you too are plummeting to the water below. Uh, I think I know where this is going. Oh, it's a disaster. I'm so intrigued. Uh, just wait, it gets worse. We are just the masters of disasters, aren't we? Calamity Janes. Welcome back to Calamity Janes, the podcast where two anything but plain Janes talk about disaster, mayhem, overall calamity. I am Bailey. And I'm Madison. That's Madison. The Janes are having a rough day, rough week. (laughs) Janes are lucky to be here. (laughs) So bear with us. Uh, This will be a goodie, but kind of on the shorter end, because that's just how motherhood is shaking out this week for us. So. Yep, that's okay. We're here. Let's enjoy it while we're here. Yes, exactly. Thanks for joining us, best friends. Yes, we're very happy you're here. So, Bailey, do you know what I'm going to tell you about? I think I do. What's your guess? I'm not going to feel joyful about this. It's just that excitement of, like, knowing. Knowing, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, I know this one. Um, Is it the I-35 bridge collapse in Minneapolis? It sure is, yes. I I thought the intro would be a little ambiguous, but uh, yes, you're right. It is the Minneapolis I-35 West bridge collapse. The uh, second, yeah, the second you were like traffic, but you know, we were living in Sioux Falls at the time when this happened, mm-hmm. and I was it was on your summer. way to Minnesota. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the summer before my freshman year, if yeah. I recall. That's literally what my next sentence says. Uh, we- Sorry, <laughs> uh, but we've had this suggested by other listeners before, so uh, I figured it was about time. Um, so yeah, you were about to start college at the University of Minnesota just probably at the end of August of the year that this happened in 2007, yeah. right? Sure. What? Oh yeah. I, I didn't know it was August. So it was, it was like August 1st when this happened. Yeah. It was literally, I didn't realize it was that close to when I was supposed mm-hmm. to start school, but yeah. Yeah. I remember mom being really freaked out by it, understandably, because yes. I'm sure we'd driven on this bridge to take you on tours or something like that. And I was a little young to appreciate anything except myself at that point. So I was, I was too 12. young to to care. I was like, I'm in college. Uh, sweet, sweet, naive girl. I know. So feel free to jump in anytime if you have thoughts to add. Okay? okay. All right. Let's do this. The bridge was open to traffic in 1967 and was an eight-lane highway bridge. I didn't know it was that old. Mm-hmm. It was. I think it was the construction started in 63 or 64, so it took a couple of years. It's been kicking. was kicking a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just after 6 p.m. on August 1st, 2007, the Interstate 35 West Bridge over the Mississippi River collapsed while absolutely clogged with rush hour traffic. There was already construction on the bridge, so the normal rush hour traffic was really creeping along. Suddenly, the bridge collapsed and 111 vehicles fell either onto the rocky shore below or directly into the river. 13 Which people. Is the Mississippi. Yes. The mighty Mississippi. I so it's not a, it's not a that. trivial. Well, I'm remem- reminding everyone. <laughs> remember, it's the Mississippi, so it is big. big it's big. the mighty Mississippi. It is. So it's big. 
Yes. There's lots of water for things to fall in. Yes, there is. I just like literally got done saying it was the Mississippi River. Open your ears, Bailey. I'm trying to mentally multitask. I know. And there's too much mucus in my brain. There's too much mucus in my sinuses and my brain. We're cutting each other a break this week. We so are. Bailey's sweet little boy got sick for the first time this week. Uh, Brought home his first daycare crud. Yeah. Lovingly gave it to his mother. Yes. Just uh, me. Yeah. If there are any soon-to-be parents or soon-to-be daycare parents uh, out there, uh, not even daycare. The same thing happened to me with Bonnie. Yes. Got it from a play date. These things happen. Socially, yeah. Uh, you, your child will get over this cold way faster than you will. If you feel it coming on, prepare immediately for yourself. Your kid's going to be totally fine. The worst part is when you get sick. That's my motherly advice for the day. I gave Bailey the same spiel last week. And he is. He's like, he woke up this morning looking fresh as a dewdrop. His congestion's <laughs> going away. Like, oh, he's not sneezing or coughing or anything. And here I am just like, I won't do it because that's not. Oh, thanks. I will throw up. Yeah, that's. We'll do a different show about like ASMR hacking, but um. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Sorry. Ignoring that. Sorry. Anyways, thirteen people lost their lives. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think I realized that thirteen. Yeah, thirteen people lost their lives, and a hundred and forty-five more were injured. Honestly, looking at how many vehicles were involved. 13 is way smaller than I would have thought, but that's still 13 too many. Yeah. Um, Okay. So after a tragedy like this, the question immediately becomes, whose fault is it? Mm -hmm. Pretty quickly, people pointed to the – sorry. Also, if you can hear explosions outside, it's because the Uh, forge is upon us on my street. live in (laughs) the Wild West of – of oh states, cities, when it comes to fireworks. That's what got me last night is that Bonnie fell asleep. She fought through the fireworks. She did great. And then at 1245, when everyone was done, she was like, get me out of here. Like waking the dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's my yeah. time to shine. <laughs> Anyways, it's great. I love being a mom every second of every day. Okay. Uh, okay, so pretty quickly, people pointed to the Minnesota Department of Transportation. This bridge had been deemed structurally deficient and was in need of repair, some of which was going on at the time of the collapse. Uh, and they were, like, still allowing drive, like, it was still drivable despite being called, what'd you say, deficient? Structurally deficient. Structurally deficient? That doesn't sound acceptable. And according to NPR, the bridge was also deemed fracture critical, which means the failure of any one vital component of the bridge could cause the entire thing to collapse. That doesn't sound like, um, oh, what's the word in engineering? It's like a safety tolerance. I think that's what it's called. Um, And you're supposed to have like so many factors, um, Mm -hmm. like, like two or three times, whatever. Basically, you know, so many things, lots of fail safes. Like fail safes, yeah. Yes. Multiple things can fail. Like on, you know, your plane, you can lose an engine and you just, you're still, you can fly. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, it's not, oh, you lose an engine and that's it. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, none of that was actually what brought down the bridge that day. Huh. In fact, it was a design flaw that doomed the highly used bridge. Oh. Gusset plates, which connect beams and girders to columns, were the fatal flaw. 
the bridge's gusset plates were only half as thick as they needed to be. Now might be a good time. Uh, obviously, I've got all these things and the, all these articles in the show notes. Uh, Bailey, if you put a picture of what the bridge looked like up. Um, okay. you'll, and this is like, I think it was green, the green metal work underneath the bridge is kind of what we're talking about here. I'm not mm-hmm. an engineer. I would do a terrible job of explaining this to you all, but essentially it is a piece of metal that holds other pieces of metal together mm-hmm. under the bridge. Mm-hmm. They're very important. Yep. So the bridge's gusset plates were only half as thick as they needed to be. Interesting. I thought it was, that this is not necessarily what I thought it was. I, I knew it was the gusset plate, but I thought like someone put the wrong gusset plate like it well, was an accident they kind of did but, yeah yeah it it seems like it was a, just a design flaw uh wow so that flaw combined with the nearly 300 tons of construction equipment and materials piled onto the bridge for the ongoing repairs further exacerbated the flaw and ultimately led to this tragedy Mm. So, and my the cars car, is that inclusive? Does that include the cars? No, that did not include. I oh. don't think that included the cars. Oh, uh, my, my, my. Yeah. So, my coverage of the bridge collapse sort of ends there, but the story is very much ongoing. Okay. So, speaking of story, I can't remember where I read this. Probably like the Star Tribune or it was in like an anniversary. I don't even know what to say. Anywho, it was someone's recounting of the day. And it was a cyclist and like they were commuting home and they had their earbuds in and yeah. And like they had felt something rumbling on the bridge or maybe they had just gotten off the bridge, but they had gotten to safety only to turn around and see like the bridge had collapsed. And so they got off their bike and they like were running to help people. I think they might've helped people like out that day. What a hero. And at the end of it all, this is why it was, it struck me like it stuck with me because it was like. At the end of it all, I realized I hadn't taken my headphones out. Like, I was so distracted. I just realized it wasn't until the end that my music was still playing in my ears. I was like, Oh, my gosh. Bailey, you may be aware that, among many other things, this country has a bridge problem. Uh, I have heard that. And now, and once you said how old that bridge was in the 60s, I thought, how many other bridges do we drive on every day are that old? Yeah. And I'm definitely not here to fear monger, but those, those are actually very valid concerns. Not in the way that I'm like, is this plane going to crash kind of concerns. Those are irrational. Yours are irrational. <laughs> uh, so are this you telling me the bridges that I we drive on all day, every day? I'm sure there are down. some. I don't know. I Listen, let me do the reading, okay? Copy that. Copy that. Okay. This collapse sort of is sort of what started it all. Right after this, Minnesota inspected gusset plates on every truss bridge in the state and raised the gas tax to fund a $2.5 billion bridge improvement program that endeavored to have all structurally deficient bridges and fracture critical bridges in Minnesota repaired or replaced within 10 years. And I I couldn't see if they did if they did that, but I know they did they did at least almost all of it. By the mm-hmm. the article I read in 2017 said they had done amazing work. So, That's good. Something actually came from tragedy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that was wonderful. So Minnesota is kind of like the leader in bridge overhaul in this country. But the problem is that in 2007, at the time of this tragedy, there were 75,000 other U.S. bridges that were also deemed structurally deficient. All over the U.S., not just Minnesota. 
Yep, all over the U.S. According to a 2017 infrastructure report card completed by the American Society of Civil Engineers, nearly one in 10 U.S. bridges was rated structurally deficient. Uh, Is that a hard rating to come by? I guess neither of us are engineers to know, but like, I don't that doesn't sound like a good stat. It's not. It's not a good stat. But again, structurally deficient doesn't necessarily mean immediate failure. Yes. But it doesn't mean like if it were a restaurant, it wouldn't have an A rating. You wouldn't be like, "Mm." I say that's accurate. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. You're like, ooh, am I going to risk it at the C? Right. Is it kind of like that where you're like, ooh. Yeah, I would say so. That's how I would compare it. Okay. Not being a civil engineer myself. I'm not a civil engineer or a health inspector. So to be clear, I, I'm comparing things I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Because infrastructure budgets are frequently neglected, many states have been forced to simply patch up bridge issues. Those structurally deficient bridges either need to be replaced, mostly repaired, but kind of they're putting like a Band-Aid on a bullet hole kind of thing. Yeah, when you're like, when you say patch, I imagine them, you know, like patches that you put on your jeans. Yeah, they're like literally patches. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I need like concrete, steel, yeah. rivets. Yep. Something. Thicker gusset plates. Thicker gussets. <laughs> Thicker gussets, for sure. Yeah. Well, some states, about 26, did raise their gas taxes, just like Minnesota, to raise funds for bridges and road improvements. But this is still. Do we very start much naming on... names who didn't? Whose whose bridges aren't drivable? <laughs> I I think I probably have the article pulled up somewhere. I could name Don't a couple of them it. for That's you. That's way too many okay. states to name. That's a lot of states. Please list them in alphabetical order. <laughs> Thank you. Will do. Alaska, Alabama, <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> wow, you were ready. You were ready. I don't know all the states in alphabetical order. I mean, uh, a lot. No, no, you I was already off. I already did it wrong. <laughs> Alabama would be first. I, I don't know did. them well enough such that I didn't know you were wrong. I totally was like, oh, she, wow, she's got this. Good for her. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So some estimates say it would take 30 years to repair or replace the now 55,000 bridges that needed repairs or replacements. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to easier. No, no, it's definitely not. Uh, As of 2021, the American Road and Transportation Builders Association stated that over 220,000 bridges need repairs and 45,000 now were structurally deficient. Why so? Why is that number going up so quickly? Well, okay, so 45,000, remember there were 75,000 at the time of this accident and now there are 45,000. So it it did not go up. Can confirm no. that's not how yes. numbers work. That is great. A lower, it's forty five thousand. It is a lower number. We're improving. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> that is, is so foggy. That's okay, <laughs> that's fine. My brain's been foggy too. I got three hours of sleep last night and before my naps, and I'm also pregnant. And so you know, I am so uh-huh. stupid when I'm pregnant. So. Uh, but thank you just, for catching that 45 is, in fact, less than 75 or whatever the you're welcome. is. Well, it's confusing because I also said 220,000 need repairs. But that's because now we at least know that this is a problem, so we're doing mm-hmm. more inspections. So it's good that we're identifying them, but we're not fixing them yeah. a lot of the time. So those numbers are better, but we still have a long way to go. There are efforts to fix bridges that need it, but every single year, bridges fall into the, like, 
fair condition category because that's just how aging works. Mm -hmm. Every single year, you're going to have a bridge age into a lower category. Yeah. And that's just what happens. And now we know that a lot of the ways that we were building bridges and or failing to maintain them, yeah, is now kind of coming back to bite us in the butt. So it's easy to be pessimistic about the issue. But with anything, you can start with your local government. You can contact your local representatives and let them know that this issue is important to you. I felt I feel bad even writing that and saying that because like I don't know, politics and trying to influence something like that seems like such a futile task. Hey, but that's not true. Never give up. I have, but the, I also have the hope of uh, Sharon and the governors in my heart. <laughs> she <laughs> makes you think that you can do anything with just writing or yeah. calling your representative. And so never think that your voice is too small. Yeah, that's true. Your voice is never too mm-hmm. small. I just, it's just been a rough couple of weeks for everyone. And I just, just want us to, I don't know, you know, anywho. Uh, so yeah, if you can start with your local government, you've got bridges, I'm sure in your town that either need to be inspected or maintained. They're starting to use drones to do inspections to oh, wow. get, get at places where uh, they couldn't before. So that's really the nooks good. And crannies. Yep. All up in those gussets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those. Fun fact. Did you know that the part, every time you say gusset, I worked on a jeans account uh, when I was working at an ad agency. And the part in men's jeans that adds extra room in the crotch area, there's like a little triangle. It's called a gusset. So every time you say Fasten. gusset, I don't think of the square that is bolted to the side of you a bridge. Think I think of the little triangle in the crotch of men's jeans, the gusset. That's so funny. I had yes. no idea that's what it was called. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it is certainly an uphill battle, but the issue does impact everyone. It's not a right or a left issue. It's really something that impacts everyone. It benefits literally every person to put funding into this. So... Mm-hmm. Just keep fighting the good fight. Look into your town's bridge situation and let us know if you have any thoughts about it. Contact someone if you can. And like I said, this one was a little bit shorter, so that's actually all I have. Madison coming in with a strong call to action here at the end. Good for you. Thank you. I'm trying. Let's fix and those bridges. Even though I have zero fight in me right now. That's okay. All I have is nausea. That's okay. You wrote the episode that, and it was a wonderful episode that you wrote. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Of course. Uh, but yeah, when I think about, you know, especially because so many of those bridges, I have to imagine were built around the same time, right? Like yeah. the Minnesota bridge in the sixties as people were building their infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. Like I imagine when things age out, they age out in like large phases, yeah. you know, they all kind of enter those older um, needs assistant stages together. Mm-hmm. Like generations, if you will, right? Like, yeah. you know, how generations work. And so I guess what I'm saying is like when one bridge does that, you know, there aren't others. You know, there are there are, others aren't far behind. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it's right. That's why I mean, we're definitely doing something to fix it, but mm-hmm. we're having a hard time keeping up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? This is. I bet you the attention goes to the potholes. Those those okay. pesky if, potholes. If you've ever been to Omaha, you know that we need pothole work yeah. more than we need bridge work at this point. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. walked on Bob the Bridge. That's the only bridge I ever cross. And <laughs> Bob the Bridge is the bridge between Omaha and Council Bluffs. <laughs> oh, and it has a name. Yeah. 
Bob the Bridge. Because uh, yeah. there's, if you stand in the middle of it over the river, you're in both states. So, uh, and he looks trusty. He looks like he's here to stay. Very well taken care of. But uh, is he a trickster? <laughs> he, he might be. Um, uh, and he's a footbridge, too. So Oh. Uh, Even scarier, he could be one of those bridges that when you step, all, you know, the, the harmonics of the bridge, and then pretty oh, yeah. soon everyone's walking in, in lockstep, and then yeah. it makes the bridge, um, like it syncs up with the bridge's harmonics, and then it just crashes. It crashes. <laughs> it, it breaks. It falls down. <laughs> Okay, great. Now who's the Madison? You're the Madison right now. I am right so sorry. I just, the visions of that, uh, um, was it Millennium Bridge in London? It's like this mo- real modern uh, video that you can go watch. I'm pretty sure they opened it up for like the Millennium or maybe it was even more recent than that, like 2010. Big, beautiful new bridge. It's not a day people are walking on it before you can see them all walking oh my gosh. in the same pattern and because the bridge is swaying, right? Like That's once terrifying. it kind of starts and then the bridge reinforces people walking and next thing you know, everyone's like, oh, it's – I have watched so many YouTube videos about this because I find <laughs> the science behind it fascinating. It, it is, is. It's so really, fascinating. It, it and like how really you engineer against that. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Engineering Sorry. is a very – noble uh noble discipline to go into it, there's it's very high stakes so yes it is especially yeah civil industrial all of it mechanical all nuclear all all y'all we applaud you did i mention industrial just in case yes. Andrew listens okay good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah you got it you're okay, good. good 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 and good. then <laughs> i want to make sure i couldn't leave that out and then both of his siblings are engineers too right they're all industrial engineers <laughs> They're all industrial. Okay, all I didn't know IEs, they were. Yeah. For some reason, I thought one of them was an ME, but uh, uh, his dad was mechanical. I think okay, mechanical. Yeah, no, and then yeah, they all knew they so, wanted to do engineering in some capacity. They're all just so Finn has to be an engineer, right? He's like coming from the very like an engineer family or a performer, <laughs> a performing engineer. I don't know. I think Bonnie could totally be a performer. Yes, Bonnie is absolutely going to be a one woman show. Like yeah. She, she she needs no other presence on stage. She is a performer, and it's all her. I will be so interested to see if how how she is when Little Squish comes into the world. Oh my gosh! I know it could be it, a little bit like a you and me situation, honestly. Where I oh, you think she's going to pack a bag and dog. walk down the street? Yes. Bailey yes. literally packed a bag and left at the ripe age of six years old. Okay, well, our when I brought home. They happened to live right behind us, so I could literally walk from our garage to their garage. And so I packed my bag, and I was like, Mom, I know I said I wanted this sister, but, like, this is too much, and I'm leaving. And she opened her garage door, and my grandparents opened their garage door, and I just walked right across. Marched right over there. Marched right over there. I don't think I came back for, like, what, a week? (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, I... Mom, dad were probably not that upset about it. They were like, it's been a while since we've had a newborn. We could yeah. we could use a breather. And they might have been like, that was the plan the all the long. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> we'll let her think this was her idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm very eager to see how she is. Today, she Bonnie's been working on jumping. Uh not off of things yet, thankfully, but just yeah. from the ground. And that's a very hard uh Thing for a toddler to coordinate it's challenging but she'd started like actually getting both feet off the ground at the same time and so today i was sitting in the glider in her room and i was like bonnie can you jump or can you hop and she did it and she accidentally fell down on her bottom and 
and was like, oh, yay, good job. You're mm-hmm. you're not hurt. Don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> and she, Please don't cry. <laughs> and, but then instead she was like, oh, that's way more fun. So then she started, I'd, I'd say, okay, try it, try it again. I would sign it to her and she'd sign it back to me. And then she'd jump and her feet went out from under her and she landed on her bottom every time, like 10 times in a row. She thought it was the best thing she's ever done. Good? Yeah, she's like very into physical comedy. (laughs) Same sister. Uh, (laughs) She is my niece. I cannot wait to see her first first (laughs) self-written play, one-person show. Oh my gosh. I know. She's so perfect. She she didn't feel perfect last night when I rocked her for eight hours, but... uh, she she is perfect. She is so wonderful. So, uh, anyways, this is once again really gotten out of hand. Yep. But uh, <laughs> we're so happy to have you guys here. Oh, and we had the nicest uh, listener email from Amanda. And uh, she just had nothing but sweet things to say to us. And so, thank you, Amanda. And she had a great suggestion that I plan on covering soon. Thank you so much, Amanda. Okay, then I won't read that email. I haven't gotten around. Thank you for sharing that because I hadn't seen it and now I can't read the email. Yeah, the, so that's okay. You can you can if you okay. want to. It's not going to be some huge reveal. Okay. Uh, you definitely know about it. But yeah, uh, so that was just so nice. Thank you so much. Stuff like that just really brightens our day, especially when Bailey and I have her, are having terrible weeks. So yeah, it sure does. Keeps so us much. going and we so appreciate it. Yeah. So rate, review, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us for another week. Thank and you. And hopefully, oh, and I was wrong. We're not, this will come out. The day after 4th of July. I spent all of last week thinking the 4th of July was Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Uh, correction to last week's correction. episode. Sorry. Big correction. I mean, you were how like, could Madison's you have gotten so good with dates? <laughs> like, to be fair, it was a joke, but I did say, yeah. yes, you were so good at dates. Look look who's wrong. I'm not perfect. Not the worst not thing you get wrong in an episode like these. So uh, we'll let it slide okay. this one time. Before I'm I have to go. host a contest for a new co-host. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go throw up, so we should sign out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go blow my nose. So thank you all for watching <laughs> or listening. Because both. You, to both. To both. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week, everyone. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>